We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, we love the uh, on-ice athleticism and big saveability, um, especially at his size. He's obviously a big kid. We feel like he's just scratching the surface. Um, you know, he's had a lot of international experience. Um, you could say some of it's been up and down. Uh, but what's really impressed us is it, it seems like every time he's faced some adversity, and we saw it at the um, under-18s this year, he's had a big bounce-back game. Um, you know, we had a couple really good live viewings of him, you know, playing with the men. Um, and, you know, a good interview with him in Buffalo. Uh, we think he's an athletic kid um, and, and just a lot of upside and a smart goalie. Um, and, and, and Seamus, you know, Kotak, our development uh, coach, has some history working with the Finnish goalies. He's done a good job building relationships with all our goalies. And, uh, you know, the idea of having this guy in our hands on him for the next few years is really exciting for us. And, and I will add, there was a, a major gap on our list to the next goal. Would that, would that really be why you took him at 41 or probably higher than most people thought he was going to go? We, we've been talking about this, as you can imagine, for a long time and, and what's the right spot to take a goalie. And I think everyone's talked about and knows it, it wasn't viewed as a high-end draft for goalies in terms of you know the, the, the volume of goalies that you'd want to use a first or second round pick on um, but you know we felt this guy you know had first second round value and the question was do we use one of our first round picks or take a chance and and wait for the second round pick um, and you know it really there never was a consideration that we would have gone later than that what did you learn about him when you interviewed him in well, he was, in, he was. His English is pretty good. I wouldn't say it's perfect at this point, but it's pretty good. And we had a little bit of banter back and forth. He's a very confident kid. He's got some personality to him. That that's consistent with a lot of our due diligence we had from his club team, uh, from his his goalie coaches over the years, from the international team. You know, he's a popular kid in in his peer group. Um, so it was just, uh, it, it was, there were very positive feelings. Um, there was some jokes made that, you know, maybe he wasn't going to be happy being drafted by Buffalo because I kept him in the room a little bit long. Uh, and he might have had it with us by the end. But, um, no, it was, it was a good relationship. And as I said, you know, 
Seamus has great relationships. You'd be surprised with a lot of the goalie coaches, the well-thought-of goalie coaches over in Finland, including his. So uh, we had a lot of information on this kid, and again, a, a, a player that we think is just scratching the surface. What's the wow factor with him when he was in? So, Nuchev, you know, we've talked a lot about this with the Russians um, this year. If we thought there was a, a high-value pick that started to drop, um, you know, and we liked, and, and Ruslan and Frank Musso liked the story of the kid, um, and the, the potential and, and maybe the desire for the kid to be over here at some point. And we're not going to rush any of these kids. Um, you know, Nuchev was, in our mind, one of the top three players out of Russia this year. Um, so a lot of us had a first, late first, early second round grade on him. Um, he, if you just look at his, I mean, our analytics staff was extremely high in him. They definitely had a first-round grade on him. But if you just look at his raw production on his MHL team this year, he scored 40 goals on that team. And I don't think anyone else had more than 16 goals on his same team. He had 67 points, I want to say, and the next closest guy had 40 points on the same team. So as much as he's a scorer, which he clearly is, he was also driving play by himself. Um, very competitive kid, a great stick. Um, he's got great edges. He's got to take another step with his open ice speed. Um, but we, we really like the combination of playmaking, the ability to drive play by himself, and then you know having the scoring the high-end scoring element to his game. He, he plays in an organization where um, Datsuk is going to be the head of development in that organization next year and has already had his hands on some of these players. Um, so that's, you know, that's very appealing to us that he's in a very good development spot right now. No, and, and a very late birthday for this draft, very raw, basically playing you know midget hockey up into the, this season. And another kid, if you went back and looked at his raw numbers and the teams he's played on up to this year, it's absurd you know what he's done in relation to other players on his team. And he really surprised the Muskegon staff this year. Um, and, and kind of forced his way into a top, certainly a top six, but even a top line role with two really good, experienced USHL players. Had a very good playoff. His second half um, primary production in terms of primary assists, but also from an analytics perspective, just primary playmaking in the second half was in the top one or two percentile even strength in that league. So to do that as a young draft eligible, um, you know, I'm, I'm very close with the UConn staff. They are very excited about him. I think there was even, you know, an indication that they'd be willing to bring him in this year, but they don't really want to do that because he's in a good development spot in Muskegon. We'll, we'll talk about that more after development camp. Um, I, I love the idea of him going back and dominating the USHL even more next year.
Uh, but, but that's how highly they think of him. They think he could be playing in a, in a top nine role in Hockey East next year, which is really mind-boggling to think of where the kid came from just a year ago. It, it does. I mean, the bloodlines, you just see how many players get their names called every year who fathers played. I mean, the, the information that's at their fingertips on a daily basis with their fathers, forget the, the physical component where you're, you're betting on the genetic factor. Um, just learning to be a pro, and, and this is what a lot about what this kid is about. He had a very good playoff. He plays a huge role on their team. Um, you know, obviously the size just under 5'11 is not ideal. Um, you know, you'd probably prefer in a perfect world he was a right shot, not a left shot. But he's an excellent puck mover, and he's skilled enough that he can play his offside. The father played at six feet. We have some people in our organization and on our staff that know the father very well. Um, so the hope would be he gets to six feet. He, you know, he's certainly strong on his feet. And, you know, the sense and the puck skills are going to get him out of a lot of trouble that, you know, a six-foot-two guy might get himself into. Jerry, when uh, Bauer was here, he made it pretty clear he was big on players in Sweden. Kevin just said to us, you know, we love Sweden. I mean, how much has Kevin took over? Was, was he kind of sold on the benefits of getting Swedish players? Well, I think it, it helps that from a person perspective, we're so high on all the players we have in our organization that are from Sweden. I, I think it helps that we've clearly gotten some high value picks out of Sweden in the past, you know, with Allmark and Olofsson. Um, you know, I've said this before, Anders Forsberg has been in the game of hockey and in the NHL for a long time. Uh, we all lean on him. Um, Jason Nightingale's got great experience from a development model perspective and some work he's done over the years uh, with the Frölunda program and other programs in Sweden. I have a fair amount of experience myself going back to even my college days with you know 15 or 20 Swedish players and then you know our, our other scouts in Europe help us there too and Kevin Devine has you know 25 years of experience in Sweden so it's it's an area we're very comfortable with and you know we like the development path and and I'll, I'll add that the three programs or, or organizations are Rebrow uh, for Lunda and Rogla, we think of the world of in terms of their development of players. Jerry, in what ways is the advancement of analytics from an amateur perspective helped when it comes to not in the entire draft, but especially in the later rounds when you're looking for guys like Richard and you're looking for value? Well, I will say I, I, every year, you know, the list seems to get more and more exact. Uh, like every single name in our top. 130 you know, went off the board in the you know the top six rounds. I mean, there were years you could get through the whole draft with 80 or 90 or 100 names at most. So the whole league's getting better at identifying players. Number one, and I've said how useful our analytics staff is for us early on and definitely at the mid-year point on making sure we're getting proper coverage of all players. So they do a great job of steering our amateur staff 
when we're not getting enough looks live or on video of players. So that's extremely helpful. And then, you know, when we have a disparity between, especially at the top of the draft, between what the analytics staff is seeing and, you know, what the amateur staff is seeing with their eyes, you know, we got to get to the bottom of that pretty quickly. And you certainly don't want to be calling a name in the top two or three rounds where there's a disconnect. Um, so, I, you know, Sam Ventura and his staff just came up to me and, you know, was talking about how thrilled they are with how the draft went from their perspective. I said the same to them. That doesn't mean we didn't have some disagreements on, on certain players that we took, but, you know, both sides understood what we were looking at if we went a little bit against each other at certain points in the draft. We didn't hear from you yesterday, so I'm kind of going off that. Can you give us your perspective on the first overall picks? Yep, uh, and I, I'm sure I didn't listen to Kevin's um, press conference, but I would assume he touched on this with all three players. Um, more so with the first two, you know, I, I, I think I would probably expect people to initially say or talk about the lack of size with the top two players. And I don't think anyone would say that about Kulik because even though he's a little bit under six foot, he plays bigger than that. He's very strong on his feet. He never seems to be small in any part of his game. But all three players, we have zero issue with the size because each player has, in our mind, um, elite compete and, you know, close to elite skating. So I, I get scared off and we talk about skating size ratio in our organization overall, but especially on our, in our amateur staff. Those are the guys that scare me off, first of all. So if you can get past the hurdle where you have a smaller player and they have um, you know, very good to exceptional skating, you know, you, you've ticked that off because I think that's almost always a necessity when you're drafting a small player at the top of the draft. And then if you can add to that um, the high compete dimension that Savoy and Oslin have, and Coolidge for that matter, um, it, 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 yeah, we want them to get a little bit bigger and stronger, but both of these guys are right now and will be in the NHL an absolute pain in the ass to play against. And and you combine that with their skill and their hockey sense, the size doesn't become an issue to me anymore. Um, and then, you know, Coolidge, I don't know if you know Kevin mentioned this and I won't get into details, but um, and everyone's gonna say this about one or two players that they drafted the last two days. But it, it was a little shocking to us where we were able to get him in the draft. So you know, we were very excited about the other two players, but um, Coolidge to get him where we got him. You know, what I will tell you is we got three players that we had very definitively in the top half of the first round on our board. For sure, and, and I think 
when you look at the international level and you look at these players playing in their men's league, so they're either playing at the top level, some of these guys, you know, like in Kulik's case, at an under-20 level as an 18-year-old, and in, in Kulik, you know, and Oslin playing against men at, at, as 18-year-olds, and their coaches are playing them at center. That tells you a lot about the versatility of the player. It probably tells you a lot about their skating. It, it tells you something about their hockey sense and compete. Do we expect all three to be NHL centers? You know, probably not. I, I, I will tell you, Oslin, you know, for sure has every single quality you would want in an NHL center other than size. And I just talked about the other attributes that I think will easily offset the size. And, you know, when he went up to the SHL this year, in very limited minutes, I get that. They play him at center. You know, he... He went to the under-18s. He played a couple games, 25-plus minutes at center at the under-18s on the gold medal team, and I don't know that we ever saw a drop-off in his play. So, yeah, it's it's very encouraging when you see them playing at center and then the versatility going forward of always knowing they can move back there if they don't come into your organization that way is comforting. Um, and, you know, I think the coaches all value that. Well, you know, I think sometimes, and we talk about this a lot in our organization, you know, don't get fooled by toughness and aggressiveness and compete. Like, all players compete in different ways. Um, you know, the, maybe the number one thing for me would be second effort and, and puck battles. And, you know, what, what does a guy do immediately after he's knocked off the puck or knocked off his ass? Um, the desire and ability to play on the inside of the game. Uh, quite honestly, I worry a little bit with all three of these players sometimes on their, um, you know, eagerness too much so sometimes to play on the inside of the game. Um, but, you know, the, the, those are the type of things. And, and showing no fear in their game. Like, I... I can't say I've ever seen one time in my viewings of each of these three players any fear in their game, even when they're playing against you know men. When you went through the scenarios before the draft, how often was Savoy there for you, number nine? Uh, we were getting right on the border there, you know, and and there were there were two players you know we were super excited about um, to to get at number nine that we thought might be realistic and he was one of the two. First time out on the floor, Kevin, uh, how was he out? Uh, you know what I love about Kevin is he's so level-headed um, and uh, I'm sorry, guys. It's been a lot. Go on, Oh, I'm good now. He includes everyone. He lets everyone do the jobs. And 
he's done an incredible job at bringing this entire organization together. And, uh, you know, I've seen it firsthand. Uh, you know, we've obviously been through a lot, you know, minor for me, but the last month or so, but the whole organization's been through a lot since I've been here. And to see the coaches and the development staff and the Rochester staff and all our support staff and how everyone works together, um, you know, to me that all starts with the Pagulas and Kevin. So I apologize for that. That's you know, so, um, but he was great. He was great on the floor, and he's always professional. And you know, he includes everyone. He's respectful, and he's got a lot on his plate managing everything. And he does it, you know, with dignity and professionalism. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 